It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. Slider for the lead and the win. He tagged the Cushman Drag Race to the line. Who got it? Give it to Rico. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. All that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman that can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Yeah, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfectly. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like before I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. It's episode 58 of the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. We are over Zoom today because our guest who's coming on the show had school uh, today. So 16-year-old Steven Schneider Jr. who won. Steven Snyder. That's why I said Steven Schneider Jr. You said Schneider. I didn't say Schneider. Yeah, you did. Maybe that was my lisp. <laughs> Steven Snyder Jr. is coming on the show today. Uh, 16-year-old fresh off a win with the Keith Coons Give Back Classic ending at 3.30 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday morning at Port City Raceway. Uh, great, great event. Um, the kid won with the left front shock broke, just pounding the bottom while Persley was pounding the top side and really came out of nowhere. I didn't even, I mean, sad. I mean, I, like I didn't have his name circled on our list going in to even talk to him. Um, you know, the hyper community is kind of quiet, but at the same time, like he, you know, they have a lot of cars, so you don't know who's going to be kind of elite going into it. And he was definitely elite in the future. Well, and he's obviously he's he's from Pennsylvania, and, and we all know how strong um, that entire racing scene is up there. From and it starts at the micro level. The micro scene in PA is ultra competitive, um, as competitive as as the wing sprint car deal is up there. So, um, you know, I think you if you can go up there and run well and, and, you know, if you're a local PA guy and you run well in the micro scene, 
you can go about anywhere. Uh, and that's the case with Steven Snyder. He, you know, was the action track champion this year um, and just decided to kind of go see what they could do. And they end up winning. And I, I love when guys like that win the race and it's, it's no knock on Brian Carver because uh, he certainly was deserving of that, you know, as deserving of that ride as anybody. But I love when somebody like Steven Snyder or even Jesse Colwell guys who, you know, really have no other option or possibility of, you know, whether it's financial or just anything like that of, of getting into a midget and racing at the chili bowl for Keith Coons. Uh, I love when guys like that win that race, because that's, I think exactly what Keith intended it to be was a, was an opportunity for somebody to prove themselves as a race car driver and get rewarded with, you know, one of the best cars in the building at the biggest race in the world. So um, I think it's super cool that, you know, a kid like him, you know, who has, uh, you know, who has very, uh, you know, has no experience racing a midget, you know, or anything other than a micro goes out there and wins, you know, one of the biggest micro races of the year. And now he's going to go run chili bowl. Yeah, it is. It's a great story. Um, 16 years of age. I mentioned he, he crashed in his, uh, prelim night, a feature, uh, did start to be main and ran up and, and transferred on started 14th in the feature and just worked his way to the bottom of the racetrack for the 67 laps and won the feature. Um, it was a good race. Um, uh, Persley, in my opinion, was dominant all weekend. I mean, he was dominant most of the feature too. Um, you know, winning his prelim night by quite a bit and, you know, just Keith has the micros figured out already. Like, I mean, he's probably going to go to Tulsa and win a couple golden drillers, I think. Well, day, I mean, Dayson obviously is, you know, I mean, that's where he came from and he came from port city, you know I mean? That's his, that's his, uh, MO is, you know, micros around that racetrack. So, and I think it's, it's, that makes it even more impressive what Steven did that he beat the best of the best, you know, in the house car, you know, in the event sponsors car, uh, you know, and, and he drove by him and, and beat him with a, you know, with three shocks on the car. So, um, you know, I think it just, it just kind of adds to the, uh, to the cool factor of, of what he did. Yeah. We got lots of content on flowracing.com. You can check out the collection of the Keith Kins give back classic, uh, featuring, uh, Frank flood, big old flip in his prelim night and Gavin Bochelle one day some Persley one we did went to the bar there. That was probably one of the coolest things. That's probably one of the coolest things at a racetrack. I think, well, I mean like Kokomo has it too, but yeah. like just a bar at the racetrack where you can go up and get mixed drinks. You know, you have TVs in there. You can watch yeah. the race. Uh, so you're not missing anything. Like it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I think the, I think that's like, you know, the equivalent of a, of a NASCAR style suite, basically, you know, just more, um, you know, more appropriate for our type of racing. And, and yeah, I love it. You know, I mean, I think that's, I think that's something, and obviously, you know, a lot of racetracks don't have the infrastructure or the ability to do something like that, but I think it's a huge added value to race fans. Um, you know, for people, you know, it's like people don't want to maybe sit in the stands for the C main or the B main or whatever. So they can go, go to the bar and sit there and watch and have a drink and get some food or whatever and, and hang out and still watch the racing. So I think I agree. I think that, um, that Shane and everybody there at Port City and then, you know, the O'Connors at Kokomo obviously have had it for a couple of years too. But I think um, I wish more tracks could could get something like that. Mm -hmm. Saturday night's race went rather late. They made some kind of mistake and they've owned up to it about either too much water or it was too tightly packed or it was watered late or 
something, but basically we had a rain delay when they were, you know, no rain came through, but we were at the bar for a while getting ready for uh, the C mains to roll out. Um, but I think they did the right thing in getting the track right for that race. It was a fantastic race. Um, the B mains are really good, but the, the feature was even better with the 67 laps on. I think they did the right thing and getting that track right and ready to go. Even if, you know, it was three in the morning, Eastern time. Well, when there's that much on the line, I mean, you owe it to all the competitors to, to give them the best track possible. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not that different than what they do at Chili Bowl every year, you know, where they, they completely refarm the track before the, you know, the, the big races at night and, and, um, you know, just to try to give everybody the best opportunity they can to, you know, do what they need to do. So you'll have that sometimes big time auto racing. Yep. No doubt about it. Jimmy Owens, uh, won the 26,000 Powell Memorial at all tech, uh, on flow Dennis Herb jr. Uh, won the fall classic. These are a bunch of late model races. Um, peach state winner went to Ashton winger. He won the peach state classic. And then Blake Hahn won a really good short track nationals event. Um, at on flow racing so those are some of the flow events as we bring you the sun dollar restoration hat shakes of the week brought to you by sun dollar uh dot net is their website brought to you by sun dollar restoration and i texted jason last week and told him apologize for the dogs going nuts during his commercial um he said he liked it better that way so less time he has to listen to you talk <laughs> yeah he liked it better that way um Water, fire, mold, restoration. They're based in Carmel, Indiana. They help the greater Indianapolis area um, support them because they support racing. They, you know, of course, have supported D. Welch over the years. Zeb Wise's all-star team. We've got a couple of micros as well. I think a USAC East Coast 360 sprint car as well uh, with Christian Bruno. So they're very involved in racing, and they help us out on the Loud Pedal podcast. All right, what other winners did we have? Um, I know that the first night at Millbridge, CJ Leary brought out his, uh, you know, a new brand new Alex Bowman racing car. It's not even wrapped yet and kick their ass. Yep. Yeah. They rolled that thing. They were putting it together like a couple days ago, CJ said. So, um, that was, act that's actually who I was going to give my hat shake to because, um, Alex has run Stewart chassis cars. Um, I think for as long as he's had it, you know, had his own team here, you know, recently. Uh, and they just weren't working. And so they got rid of them and got all new spikes and they were really, really good last night. I even texted you that I thought that they, uh, are going to be really tough at chili bowl. They always are, you know, they always are fast, but, um, you know, they've been missing something the last couple of years, admittedly. And I think that, uh, that was as good as I've seen CJ look in a midget in a long time. Uh, quite frankly, I thought he was just on the gas and, you know, doing all the right things to do what he needed to do there. So, um, was super impressed with them and, and, you know, kudos and a hat shake to Alex for, um, you know, being willing to do what, what he had to do to, to, you know, make his cars go better. Yep. My drinking buddy, old Colorado Bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll go in there and they'll, they'll win the chili bowl. We'll have an even bigger party. That would be a, I don't even want Huge to think story. about what kind of party that would be. <laughs> Dude, if they won the Chili Bowl, that would be a massive story. I yeah, mean, it would, yeah, it'd be awesome. Well, anybody yeah. but Larson or Bell would yeah. be a massive story, really. Yeah. And there's obviously a lot that, I mean, don't have to tell anybody watching this that, you know, knows there's a lot that can go wrong at Chili Bowl. But 
Um, I thought they looked, I thought, I thought they just looked really good last night. I thought the car looked really good. CJ was, was doing a good job. And so I think they've, uh, you know, for now, at least it made the right move. I think I gave Kofoid a hat shake last week for beating Seabell uh, in the Power I races. I think it was at Port City, actually. Uh, he went on to win Trophy Cup, 25 grand um, in the back pocket of Buddy Kofoid, who worked with Paul Silva in the 57 car. Um, that's a weird format to me. Like, I, the Trophy Cup's cool. It's a cool event. It's one of the coolest events, actually, of the year, probably. Um, but to to have a full invert going into the feature, like, so Ryan Timms goes on and wins the Saturday finale feature. He started on the front row, which basically means he was the second to last guy to qualify into the feature through the B main. Yeah. So, but he started on the front row and that's still an impressive drive from Tim's. Oh, it's, a, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think he's, uh, we've obviously talked about him a lot this year, but I think he is a hundred percent the real deal. You know, I mean, you, I think if you've watched him, you know, run anything this year, he is going to be somebody that is, uh, when he's old enough to run some national races is going to light the world on fire. So, um, cause Tulare is not an easy racetrack and, and trophy cup is not an easy race, you know, and to go out there at 15 and win the Saturday feature, uh, is pretty damn amazing. So that was, uh, that was uber impressive to me that he did that. Yeah, he's, he's won a lot of sprint car features this year already with the ASCS national tour. I think he won a Houston's local feature. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, he's he's winning a lot of races, but taking nothing away from what Kofoy did, I think he passed 13 cars in the feature. Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, the, the format deal is weird though, because you know, and I don't really even understand all the intricacies of it. But um, you know, like Hangtown 100, the midget race that they ran at Placerville a couple of years ago, that format was modeled after Trophy Cup, and I was fast time, started eighth in my heat race, finished third, and then started 11th or 12th in the feature that night, you know, so it's, it's, it's a weird, you know, weird deal, but you know, if you understand it and you know, and you understand how to work the system, it, you know, it does what it's supposed to, I guess. Yeah. It's about to be a big time November, uh, for Kofoid who sits 13 points behind Chris Wyndham in the USAC national midget series. Um, as the USAC midgets go west, November 16th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 23rd, 24th, 27th, rolling right into Gateway, which is the first week of December. Um, he's he's chasing, trying to chase down his first uh, USAC national uh, midget title. Um, then, I don't know, we'll see if he goes uh, winning sprint car racing. He probably should. He's been really fast. Uh, Rico Abreu won Friday at the Trophy Cup. Jake Newman doubled up at Jacksonville. He won a, a, a sprint car race and also the regional uh, midget race that they had there that was non-sanctioned um geo sells, to win though right yeah it was a there yeah. was two five grand and midget five grand uh to win midget races that were non-sanctioned this week well well tonight at millbridge but it's 7500 to win oh is it 75 was it five last night uh it was 2500 last night 75 oh, to win tonight 75 that's a big paying yeah non, <laughs> you know uh a non-sanctioned midget race yep um so it's five grand yeah, and if I, I mean, that's that's definitely nothing to turn your nose up at. No, at Jacksonville, especially when, well, we won't say it. Um, Gio Selzy steals Lakeside's uh, victory over Madsen uh, with the World of Outlaws. So 
Um, there was there was some good racing going on. I think we mentioned Blake Hahn already winning the short track nationals. That's about all I got. Do you have anything else? I think we covered it. Damien Gardner, he won at Paris. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, Demon. Jason McDougal won at Gas City in the sprint car. How about David Letterman just showing up there unannounced? Ah, yeah, he gets a hat shake from me. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. David Letterman is like one of the biggest TV stars probably of our generation. No? I mean, yeah, one of. And he's just going to go hang out at Gas Him yes. Up City for yeah. local show, Friday night local show. Gas Him Up City. Uh, so did I say my did I say my Sun Dollar Restoration hat shake? You what? literally just said it was Letterman. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, well didn't I have one before that too? Kofoid or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did, I think. Kofoid or Tim's. Hats flying yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Hats all over the place. All right, so I'm coming to your house next week. Oh, that's right. Are you ready for the tornado? What day are you getting here? Wednesday, because I'm going to go to that micro race. I'm not, so get that all over yourself. Wait, why aren't you going to the micro race? Why would I? I don't have any reason to be out there. Ten grand to win. I'll watch it. Not a subscriber. I'm not either. My girlfriend <laughs> works for the works for them, so I have a free login. <laughs> True. True. No, we're going. And then we're gonna go to the world finals. Uh all right. I will not be going to that. You couldn't pay me to go to that. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to go to that. Wow. A bunch of hate towards the world finals there. Well, I'm just not a fan of either Charlotte racetrack. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you go to Charlotte races and get paid. I know, but that's about the only reason I go. I'm definitely not going to go just sit in the stands and get covered in dirt for three nights. Yeah. For, for no money. Yep. Well, heavy lunch will be there. Um, we are presented by quick pits and quickpits.com. It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 national parts and accessories from the brands you demand truck, Jeep, auto, and ATV with fast free shipping to your door. You can use promo code FLOWSPORTS at checkout for additional savings. That is promo code FLOWSPORTS. Again, Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week. Hats flying everywhere for Buddy Kofoid, for David Letterman, for CJ Leary at Alex Bowman Racing, for Ryan Timms. Let's chat with Steven Snyder Jr., who should also get a Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shake of the Week. For I thought it was a lap car at one point. I'm not kidding you. Like, Persley's just chugging along, and all of a sudden this car comes from the bottom, and then we get a restart, and he's starting a second, and I'm like, is he a lap car? No, he was flying on the bottom of the racetrack. It was impressive. Yeah, good for him. I'm, I'm, like I said, it's, it's cool that, you know, not only that he did what he did, but that he beat, you know, beat the guy that was the favorite, probably. So makes it even sweeter, I'm sure. Let's talk to him. He's next. This is episode 58 of the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. How you like me now?
Welcome back to episode 58 of the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. We promised you a big story over the weekend. He won at about 3 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday morning in the Keith Coons Give Back Classic at Port City Raceway. Steven Schneider Jr., nice to meet you. This is, uh, I think this is the second conversation we've ever had, but uh, before the weekend, I never had met you before. Yeah, I seen you walk around the pits uh, a couple of times. I was parked with Austin Quick, the hyper guy. So uh, I only seen you walk by a couple of times, but I only met you in Victory Lane, and that was that was an important part to meet me at. So <laughs> he's not hard to miss. Um, <laughs> so let's, Stephen, let's talk about just because uh, you know you, you're you kind of have burst on the scene here, as a lot of guys do that that run well in this race, you know, because it is such an important race. Uh, what's your story? Kind of how did you? How did you get involved in racing? What made you kind of want to, to start driving? Um, you know, and, and kind of how'd you get here? Um, so it started off with my uh, uncle, uh, Cody Jordan. He raced um, quarter midgets uh, at this track called uh, Blackbird Quarter Midget Race Club. And uh, when I was like four and a half, five, I, uh, he told me that I should, there's like a test drive sort of like, and uh I test, like, you go there and you wear, like, other people's suit, other people's gear type deal, and I, uh, we did that, and it was like they did a line, and you just got to follow the line, and I did that, and my, 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 my dad thought I was good, so we, we stuck with it. I raced that for about 10 years. There's different classes. Uh, I won five, six national championships on the USAC tour, um, five on dirt one on asphalt uh then when i was i think three years ago i, I was uh, 13 uh we got a micro and uh the first year you know we just i just you know raced to the best of the best in pa just try to get better you know race with good people then the second year you know we learned off of the first year and then we went to the kkm classic last year and i i didn't make it i missed the show i think by a few spots and then this year you know uh, I did really good. You know, we got a couple wins up here in PA. We won the championship at the Action Track USA. Um, and then, yeah, we went down there and got the win. I think there's, there's a couple of things that you said in Victor Lane that I have questions about. So did you say that you guys don't have a shop? You just work out of a trailer? Yeah, so uh, that's one thing a lot of people don't know. We, uh, Yeah, we don't own a shop. I got a lot. I got two sisters, one brother, so. You know, it's not just all about racing my family. They have their sports, too. So, um, yeah, we just, you know, we have our 28-foot trailer that we work out of. And uh, it's pretty cool to, like, go down to, uh, you know, Port City and win with them guys, you know, having them guys have big shops. You know, they, it's, it's, it's a cool experience, you know, to beat other people that have, that, you know, that are just, like, they have a nice garage, you know. And yeah, you guys, we just you guys are the underdog. Yeah, we you know we just work out of a trailer and it, you know it's that's what we that's what we've been doing ever since we started and hopefully we can, we might be able to get a, a a garage one of these days but the trailer's been doing good. Do you have more, Ty? Do you want to ask him? I was gonna say fifteen grand would have helped that probably, but you ended up taking the yeah. The you know, <laughs> I this is like one offer once in an opportunity here, so I don't know if I could like ever got a midget ride ever again so 
you know, I didn't want to miss this opportunity. Yeah, the 15 could have gone a long way. Like, and uh, it's just, you know, I wanted, I want to try driving a midget, you know, it could, I could go anywhere with that. So um, hopefully, you know, some people see that they, you know, I do good in it. Hopefully I don't make anybody, I, hopefully I make Keith proud, my parents proud of just, hopefully I can just do my best That's and have fun. That's the plan. Did yeah. you, when you, uh, I mean, did you even let yourself think about what you would do if, if you did win? Like when you guys are driving down there, did you ever think, Hey, if I win, I'm going to make this decision. Or did, was it just like when they asked you, you're like, I want to go race when you finally won. Uh, my buddy, Zach, uh, last week I was racing at Linda's nationals and he asked me, cause I told him I was going down and he asked me what I would pick. And I first said, I think I'm probably going to go with the 15,000 if I win. And then that was just, you know, I didn't think we were going to win. You know, we, our plan was just to come down here for the experience and have fun. You know, we, we actually drove a plane or we got the plane. We flew in a plane to come down. So it was like a 23 hour drive for us. So we took a plane and we never really thought about it. We just thought about it was just having fun and making the feature because, you know, it's, you're racing with the best, of the best. So, and then somehow I pulled off the win and it was just like, not, you know, I don't think I could ever get this opportunity again. So I'm probably going to go with the midget, you know, <laughs> I think you made the right decision. Did you guys flip in the A main on your prelim night? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, I flipped. Um, yeah. The, the first lap, you know, uh, I got from the guy in front of me and then which got beaten over my left rear, which, you know, and then I fell back and I started picking him off and then I threw a slider and the guy was still out there and I made a driver mistake and, I, 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 I don't know how I flipped. I didn't watch the video, but I just, I remember I flipped. I, I, yeah, we flipped and it wasn't that bad. I think we just tore up the front axle and that was it. So have you ever, I mean, I'm assuming you've watched the chili bowl and stuff, but have you ever been or anything of me? Have you ever like, what, what are you kind of expecting here going into chili bowl, your first midget race and like, not, you know, not having any experience driving one. Um, I never, I, I watched it the past two years. I've watched it. Um, uh, I don't know yet. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward. We, I never raced a Tulsa shootout either. So, um, we're, I'm taking it one step at a time, you know, uh, I can't get it over my head. I just, I'm looking forward for the shootout first. And then, you know, I think that's going to be good because that'll put laps under my belt around that track, which, you know, I, that's what I need, you know? And then, uh, I've been watching a lot of videos like today at lunch, I was watching the chili bowl, uh, just seeing the guys like in board to see like the throttle and whatnot with lines to run. And yeah, it's just, I'm a little, I'm not, I'm a little nervous, but, um, hopefully I, I can adapt pretty quick. I'm just, uh, someone told me the break is different. So that's, that's one thing I'm like, I'm sitting straight up instead of like the way I sit in the micro. So other than that, uh, I look forward to it. I, I think, um, I think hopefully I can adapt pretty quick. That's, that's the plan is to adapt hopefully as quick as I can. Mm -hmm. You see, you mentioned, uh, when you won that you watched a lot of videos going to port city, uh, you had a broken left front, uh, shock. Well, at what point in the race did that break and what did it do to the car? Um, I, I don't know when it broke. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it broke in the first uh, 20 laps when I was toting the bottom, like when I was running the bottom and, uh, I think I, it broke, uh, 
before I passed Bochelle when I was still on the bottom. And then because I went to the top and I could feel it when I went to one, there was a little rut going in and I would hit it and like I would feel the left front like not it wouldn't settle on the ground. It would I just feel like it was at the front end was floating. And oh, hold on, I'm getting a phone call here. Sorry about that. Um, but uh yeah, it felt like the front end was floating. And um and then I had that red flag with a couple laps left. And uh the one guy, Corey, told me my left front shock was gone. And then the track crew guy told me he was like, You ain't got the left front. And I'm like, Well, I've been driving it most of the race without it, I'm guessing. So hopefully I I'm I was I was like, I'm staying out. And he was like, All right. So and I hit the U tire, I think three or four times, but luckily I didn't bend anything really. And I got lucky I got lucky how the shock like went into the car and didn't get in the way of like my steering or anything. Were you guys planning on running uh, the shootout before you won this race? Was that was that the plan the whole time, or are you just going to run it to get ready for Chili Bowl? Um, the plan the plan was to run uh, the shootout. We we plan on to run all four classes. Uh, so yeah, we'll be running all four classes. That was the that was the plan before going in. So gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious. How many hypers went out to Port City? Um. I think I'm guessing six or seven. Uh, I know there was three in the feature. I know uh, Johnny Bolin uh, made the feature Saturday night, and Joby. I think yeah, Joby. I think also made the feature in the in the hyper. So and that was me, but I'm pretty sure there was six or seven in total that went down. So I know Keith sometimes some of these kids that have won this race he'll sometimes run them like in one or two races in the winter like some of the indoor races before you get to chili bowl have you guys gotten there have you talked about that at all yet or is it just is it just going to be chili bowl for you um i or can you honest, say yet I, if you, if I, you have i don't really it. know uh my dad and keith talked uh one i think once or twice just to, uh get fitted for a seat you know, we'll just take one step at a time, really, right now. Um, you know, it'll be nice to get practice or something, just so I know what the feel is. Uh, but I truly, I don't really know. Your dad seemed pretty excited uh, after the win. I think he was, like, so sh shocked that he didn't even get down there in time. You were kind of looking for him. Like, he looked like he was really happy and excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, it's just me and him, you know, we don't have a crew of guys working on a car. So I wouldn't, that car wouldn't have handled the way it did without him. You know, you, you got to have a good bonding with your guy that works on the car, you know, and luckily me and my father are like, we're just really good. And, and then, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to win. So, and uh, without him, I wouldn't have, been down there i don't think i would have been racing so uh just you know i gotta thank him enough i can't thank him enough you know so you know i i just wanted you know give him a hug you know son giving his dad a hug you know i know i know that would you know it's just i know it's happy to see me win but you know it's just i just you can you know you could always use a hug from your dad so i i was looking for him i didn't know where he was so i was just like bummer <laughs> I've done, you know, some racing myself and obviously you spend a lot of time going up and down the road with your dad, you know, and, and you 
obviously do too, just with it being both of you guys, you know, doing it on your own. What did that mean to you to win a race like that with just, you know, with your dad there? I mean, how, how special was that for you guys to be able to share that moment together? Um, it was really neat. You know, uh, his, his dad was there he lives down in Louisiana. So we, we rarely get to see him. We probably see him like once every three years or something like that. So, and he came down to watch me race and he did that one time in quarter midgets. I was, we went down to Texas and I won down there and, uh, he came down for this race and somehow we, we pulled off the win again within there, you know, uh, it, it feels good, you know, like with him seeing it, my dad's dad seen it. And then my dad's seen it. It's just, we won one race at Kutztown, you know, and that's like one of the biggest tracks up in PA and that, that was awesome feeling, you know, and then I won speed weeks at Kutztown and it, it feels really good. You know, that ride home makes it much smoother. And then to win, to win down here and or down there in like Sawyer, Sawyer country, you know, that's all them guys run down there with a hyper it's just mind blowing you know and it made that plane ride much easier you know i i i never seen him like happy the way he was you know because his dad was there to see it it just it makes like everything happy you know like everyone's just it's unreal you know yeah that's cool cool feeling for sure i never felt it but i mean at least i've heard it described before uh dylan's right though in the fact that well, the first guy who won this race, Jesse Colwell, went on and raced a season of Power Eye and actually won a Power Eye championship for Keith. Uh, and then Brian Carber, who I'm sure you probably know because uh, he's a hyper guy too, uh, goes and, and doesn't take the ride last year but gets a GoFundMe, gets in Keith's car. That translated into some starts with Hayward Motorsports in the, in the USAC Midget Series. And it really, this really, I mean, you probably understand or at least now know the impact that it's probably going to have on your life. And in the future and is this something that you really wanted to do do you want to be a professional race car driver if that comes down the line um i always yeah you know um i never really played any other sports you know we always put racing first and uh that was the plan you know i ever since i got in a race car i wanted to stay in one you know uh it'll i really want to be a professional race car driver you know seeing you know, Justin Grant, Tyler Courtney, uh, Brad Sweet, you know, I would love to drive something like what they drive. And, you know, they they drive one like every weekend. And I find that like awesome. Like they always learn, you know what I mean? Like they're always learning. You know, I'm like a little guy down here and just to fit, hop in a midget and drive with them type of drivers. You know, it's going to I'm going to I'm going to learn a lot. And uh, hopefully that can keep going in the future. You know, hopefully. Hopefully I can be a professional race car driver one day. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you're going about it the right way. Just one thing at a time. Right. And don't, you don't have to yeah. get ahead of yourself and just yeah go out there and do the best you can and let the rest of it take care of itself. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm we're taking we're the shootout first and then we go to the chili bowl. So I think we have like a two week span of, you know, getting my, getting the driver getting ready. You know, I can't, I can't go in there with a head of steam. You know, I just, I just got to take it day by day and I got to be in like mentally ready for it. Well, congratulations. Uh, I know the flow audience and we're excited to follow you through the shootout and then going on to the chili bowl uh, and, and the two big weeks in, in Tulsa for you. Um, congratulations on the win. Tell dad congrats as well. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you.